0: You're listening to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast, broadcast in early March, 2022. Today, I talk to an amazing actress who is taking over the role of Dodo Chaplet for Big Finish. Lauren Cornelius joins me today. We have collection protection and the most outrageous offer coming up. But first, a word from Fraser Hines. Hello, Fraser Hines here. They all say who. Welcome back to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. The podcast that explores the ever-changing world of Doctor Who collecting, those who collect, issues surrounding Doctor Who collecting, and of course all kinds of Doctor Who merchandise, and sometimes just Doctor Who related items. I am Larry Van Mersbergen, and your host, and I've been collecting Doctor Who now for 40 years. I opened the first Doctor Who store in Chicago that exclusively served the Doctor Who fans, and it was back in 1984, and we called it Bundles from Britain. I forgot about Bundles from Britain in the late 90s, but When a book came out called Red, White, and Who? The Story of Doctor Who in America, lo and behold, I found it in the index, and it lives on page 384. To be part of Doctor Who history was not something I had intended to do, but there we are. You can find a convenient link to buy this book on the front page of our website at DoctorWhoCollectors.com. We are a part of the Direction Point Doctor Who podcast network, and you can find more great Doctor Who podcasts at DirectionPoint.org. If you are a Doctor Who podcaster listening to this podcast, join today at DirectionPoint.org and join the ranks of Time Streams, Police Box in a Junkyard, the Doctor Who Target Book Club podcast, and Traveling the Vortex. For more information, DirectionPoint.org. Speaking of links, we have two great resources that I like to include on every episode. Timelash.com and select the TARDIS library to keep track of your books, your vinyl, your Betamax tapes, your VHS tapes, your 45 records, your vinyl records, your hardcover books, your paperbacks for free. Thanks to Dan O'Malley, you can sign up for a free account there and keep track of your want lists and all of your items. They don't catalog everything, but most of the print items and audio items. If you need to find something that's unusual or perhaps not in a category that the TARDIS Library covers or you need to do your own Doctor Who research, then you need Howe's Transcendental Toy Box at DoctorWhoToybox.co.uk. That is run, of course, by our good friend David J. Howe and one of the best resources for collectors. And of course, if you're always looking for great Doctor Who items at great prices, look no further than DoctorWhoStore.com. They have everything you need and currently running sales on many items, including WH Allen hardbacks. If you're looking to complete those, they've got a few in stock. And you can also select free pickup from the store if you're local to Chicago. And if while you're there, browse the incredible selection of Doctor Who items and other science fiction items. Open Wednesday through Saturday if you need a visit with the owner, Mr. Gene Smith. He's usually there on Saturdays. You can also find great Doctor Who items at our website at DoctorWhoCollectors.com. We are sponsored by Forbidden Planet, so just one visit to our website and selecting merchandise links gives you the entire world of the Forbidden Planet library. And, of course, our own eBay store. We have many Target books for sale right now on the eBay store. And some other goodies, of course, and all those proceeds benefit the podcast. Uh, When you click through for a Forbidden Planet item, it takes you back to the Forbidden Planet webpage, you check out on their site, and you pay the same price, but a portion of that price goes back to the podcast, so we appreciate all of your patronage. In addition to all of our podcasts on our website, of course, we have the Complete Guide to Doctor Who Classic Hardcover Books. Uh, It is the most complete guide to my knowledge, and we have used many resources that have started their research out there, and we've put it all together in one place to list even reprints that some collectors didn't even know existed and didn't even know they had. So we're also airing part of our 10-part series on the classic hardcovers with our Doctor Who novelization expert, Dr. Tony Witt, although not a real doctor, just plays one on the podcast. Um, Now, of course, the Chicago TARDIS 21 is behind us. We are counting down to Chicago TARDIS 2022, and we have some guest announcements. So far, we have Sylvester McCoy, the seventh doctor, Fraser Hines, you heard him earlier. He played Jamie McCrimmon, and of course, Jason Hay-Gallery, the CEO and executive producer at Big Finish Productions. So keep chicagotardis.com in your bookmarks and experience the best Doctor Who Can Mention in the Midwest. I am honored, of course, to be the official collecting expert for Chicago TARDIS, and you can see my Doctor Who collecting panel from our virtual 2020 convention on the Chicago TARDIS YouTube and Facebook page streams, also on the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast YouTube channel. You just select Playlists, and it's a convenient link right there. I will have more Chicago TARDIS updates as they happen. Special thank you to our sponsors. We've already mentioned Forbidden Planet and Bags Unlimited Incorporated, of course. And you can, of course, get many things from those items. We, we get uh, most of our collection protection materials at BagsUnlimited.com, and we are happy to call them the sponsor of our collection protection segment. Uh, last link to share here, of course, is uh, get the latest books from Telos Publications. Telos.co.uk takes you to that website. And yes, they do ship to the United States today's show, we are talking with an amazing actress. Uh, We are going to be talking with the um, role of Dodo Chaplet for Big Finish, the second actress to play that role, and of course, that is Lauren Cornelius. I got to meet her at Chicago TARDIS, and we've got her on the program today. I want to thank our patrons. If you'd like to see exclusive material, not let out to the basic, basically not let out to the public um, or behind the scenes, you can visit us uh, at our Patreon page. And so that's uh, patreon.com backslash Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. We want to thank, of course, the Doctor Who Target Book Club for supporting us. Um, at anywhere at the $15 level and above gets you behind the scenes. The video interview of today's. Uh, interview with Lauren Cornelius. will be up there soon. We also have our interviews with Sadie Miller and David J. Howe, along with other video content that we are creating. So just visit us there and those proceeds, of course, benefit the podcast. Yeah, you can also support us at Podbean. So if you go to doctorwhocollectors.podbean.com and click the Become a Patron button and you can support us at any amount you feel comfortable with. And while we're talking about money, we are in the midst of raising money. We have the opportunity to bring Doctor Who legend Peter Purvis on our podcast. He played Steven Taylor and traveled with the first doctor. There are not too many companions left that have traveled with the first doctor, so we would like to get him on our podcast. Our goal is to raise $271.00. That's all we need to bring him on the podcast. That's what uh, his agent is asking for, and I think it's reasonable. So uh, your sponsorships of this podcast will, go, uh, will get a lot of reach since this will be my highest-ranking guest ever. Uh, just go to DoctorWhoCollectors.com and click the Donate button, but make sure to include Peter Purvis's name in the message so we can add you to the sponsor list. Our theme song is Who's Doctor Who, composed by Barry Mason and Les Reed, performed by Fraser Hines who, of course, played Jamie McCrimmon, and you'll see him at Chicago TARDIS 2022. You can hear this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts, including Stitcher Radio, Pandora, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Podbean, and anywhere good podcasts are found. However, you will not find us on Spotify. We are a Direction Point Network podcast at directionpoint.org. After the break, we have breaking news Today, some collection protection stories, our main story, of course, and our most outrageous offer. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Juliet. And I'm Nathan. Experience Doctor Who from the very beginning through a classic fan's eyes and through the eyes of a new who fan reminisce and relive those classic moments with nathan as he offers fun insight or experience them for the first time with Juliet as she dwells on social issues history fashion and the size of a flashlight we're the time streams podcast find us on spotify stitcher or apple podcasts you're listening to the doctor who collectors podcast keep collecting Are you ready to travel through time with us? Then check out Traveling the Vortex, a Doctor Who podcast. For nearly seven years and more than 500 episodes, we've traveled from one end of the vortex to the other, making different stops with different doctors, reviewing everything from TV stories to audio plays, from books to comics, and more. Sean, Keith, and Glenn take you on a journey through 50-plus years of Doctor Who episodes and spinoff materials. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, so be sure to check us out. And now, we're a proud member of Direction Point, a Doctor Who podcast network. You're listening to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. Keep collecting. Sad, isn't it? People spend all that time making nice things, and other people come along and break them. And now it's time for collection protection. Protecting your collectibles. It's very important to keep your Doctor Who collection protected. The more expensive your item, the more you may have to spend to protect it. But you can get the best quality protection at BagsUnlimited.com. This uh, segment is brought to you by Bags Unlimited. Uh, They provided us some great giveaways at the last Chicago Tartars Convention and hope to do that again. Uh, You can find out more at bagsunlimited.com or at 1 800 767 2247. They have a limited sale going on right now, Um, and you can find out on their website uh, through special offers all of their weekly deals. But I want to call attention to this one if you collect Doctor Who vinyl records, 12 inch records, the, the big ones, and if you have those, a good way to store them is with these wonderful storage boxes. I have quite a few of these myself. The 12-inch vinyl record storage box. It measures 13 by 13 by 10 and 3/4. Holds approximately 50 to 65 records. It's made from 200-pound test corrugated cardboard. It's white on the outside. And uh, you can get those, usually two of those are usually $29.82 or five for $60.67, but with this special coupon code, which is WD number sign 92022 at checkout. And uh, you can get 20% off that deal, which is actually quite a nice price reduction. So, again, protecting your vinyl records is important. In addition to, of course, boxes. Check out their area on vinyl sleeves and inner sleeves and other items or record frames if you want to hang them on the wall. So they have all of that stuff at BagsUnlimited.com. This has been Collection Protection.
1: Hello, this is Lauren Cornelius and I play Dodo Chapler on Doctor Who for Big Finish. You're listening to the Doctor Who Collectors Podcast. Keep collecting.
0: And now it's time for our main story. The character of Dodo Chaplet joined the first Doctor in the story, Bell of Doom, or as we know it as part four of The Massacre, and that would be this story right here. Continued with the Doctor and Steven Taylor in the next story, which is called The Ark. Followed by a very uh, interesting story uh, called The Celestial Toymaker, featuring the, uh, the wonderful Michael Goff. Next, we go to The Savages. Excuse me. No, I skipped that one. We go to The Gunfighters, one of the most uh, interesting stories in itself. It's the only story to have a ballad of music, putting those stories together. And then Stephen's final story, The Savages. Dodo travels with the doctor. And then unceremoniously, her contract is failed to renewed in part two of The War Machines. Dodo Chaplet was portrayed by the late Jackie Lane, who passed away on June 23rd, 2021, at the age of 79. She would never return to the role of Dodo, even when Big Finish reprised the role. Dodo Chaplet as a character is mentioned in many publications and has conflicting storylines regarding her life and her death and her subsequent rescue from death. Dodo Chaplet has many fan pages. Jackie Lane herself never appeared at a doctor who convention in the united states and only appeared at one in the uk the monopticon in 1991 and did it only because it was a charitable event she would never appear at another doctor who convention nor she would ever participate in a dvd commentary her autographs are very rare and a photograph with her is extremely rare recently big finish made a huge announcement that dodo chaplet has been recast for future adventures. And I'm very honored to have as my guest today, actor, writer, director, and producer, Lauren Cornelius. Welcome to our show, Lauren.
1: Oh, what an intro! That was amazing. Thank you so much for having me, uh, having me on. It's great to be here and and to chat and to see you again.
0: You too. Uh, I, I met Lauren at Chicago TARDIS. Uh, she was at the table with the Big Finish crew, and we were. I, I had brought a Tom Baker action figure for Sadie to sign right underneath where her mother had signed it uh, 20 years prior to that. And she was, and it was kind of everybody, including, uh, Jason, uh, Hey gallery, was even interested in that little mm-hmm. item. And he, he was like, uh, Oh, take that out of the box. Let's see what that looks like. And, and, yeah. and, it, and then of course you were at the end of the table and we had a wonderful conversation. I know I, I gave you my card and uh, we've connected on uh, Instagram and, yeah. um, it was wonderful. You know, I do, uh, I do enjoy, uh, you know, without, without stalking, I enjoy following your stories <laughs> and what you do outside of, of your, um, of your life. And of course, right now Lauren is currently at Gallifrey 1 in Los Angeles. So, yeah. how how are things out there in sunny California? Well,
1: it's sunny today, which is good. I think there's going to be raining tomorrow. So I brought the British weather with me. So typical, typical. But um, no, it's been gorgeous. It's been so nice. We're on day three. Um, I've met some incredible people. It's just been lovely to do some panels and meet and greets and getting to know everyone um, and seeing some unbelievable costumes and outfits. I mean, that's what blew me away at the Chicago TARDIS. Just the sheer creativity of everyone that kind of comes together in this amazing amazing community um so it's been absolutely brilliant so far i don't want it to end i can't believe it i feel like we've just got here and it's already day three
0: i think now that you're part of the doctor who world i don't think it's going to end anytime soon i hope Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'm having um, too much fun (laughs) well i know one of of my good friends out there uh who i had on the podcast a few episodes ago is uh, katie haynes she does an amazing 13th doctor um you might have seen her around she's very very she's like she's like on full energy all the time. And yes. uh, she uh, just a lot of uh, a lot of my friends are out there sharing photographs and wonderful, uh, you know, messages back from from Los Angeles. So that's wonderful. Um, so I don't know if you, you probably I don't know if you checked this already, but Dodo Chaplet has an official Wikipedia page.
1: She does. Yeah, I and, did have a look at that.
0: <laughs> and it's already been updated to include you as the actress portraying Dodo Chaplet. Oh my
1: God. Okay, well, I haven't seen it since I was, I, I've been added to it. So I'm going to go check that
0: out. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, so you share that uh, moniker with Jackie Lane. So that's a really interesting thing. So let me ask you first, how uh, did you come about to be cast for the role of Dodo Chaplet?
1: You know, I got a phone call from one of the producers Alfie Shaw um Uh and this was a while ago now it was but I remember it was cold so I think it was in January maybe last year um and and they said we're basically we've got the rights we're going to do the first doctor we're going to recast have a new a new doctor come in and voice it um voice that voice the character um and we're bringing back an old companion from the 60s um Mm -hmm. we'd love for you to do the part and I just thought Oh, my God. I'd done a couple of um, big finished productions. I was lucky enough to be cast in uh, The Creeping Death. I did... um Planet of the Witches. I mm-hmm. did a couple. I played Judas Shakespeare in yes. one of them, which was amazing. That was so much fun. Um, but you know, it's been sort of lovely, lovely roles that I've had so much fun doing. But nothing, kind of. I, 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 my, my goal was to to be. I'd always dreamed of being a companion because then I get to go on adventures all the time, and I yes. sort of get to know the character even more and develop that relationship with the character and grow with that character rather than just coming in doing an episode and then and then that's it for that character. And you never know what happened. So, when I did get that, when I got that call, it was just, oh, wow. It was literally a dream come true. It was so, it was just awesome. But then after the call, I think it was a few months until I actually got into the studio and started recording it. So, I had a lot of time. And we shared videos, we shared, because I, to be completely honest, I didn't really know much about this character. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that lots of fans would even know too much about her because she wasn't around, as you said, for for very long. Um, yeah. And she that's went true. through a few, you Yeah. So it was a bit of, I mean, being an actor is like being a detective anyway, I think, you know, once you get a script, you've got to like get your monocle out and you've got to start doing your prep and you've got to start... Peel it, you know, dissecting it, peeling away the layers of the onion to get all the the crux of the story and your your characters and and the intentions and the wants, the needs. Like, you know, there, there's a lot that goes into when you get a script to when you guys listening to it hear the finished product. All the work that goes on that everyone kind of does. Um, so yeah, it was it was amazing, and and it, it was a real research task as well. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you find anything that I might not have found before, please share it. Any of your oh. listeners want to send me some unhidden, you know, hidden gems or undiscovered bits of info and intel on Dodo and her heritage, please do. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. I will send you.
0: I'll send you a few links when we're done because there are entire. Uh, fan pages dedicated to dodo chaplet including the uh, like an entire timeline and story that even bridges together when she was in uh a book called who killed kennedy and some of the other uh non adventure books uh new adventure books that were published uh tying all of those together with her stories of course sadly um many of her stories no longer exist uh in the bbc archive because in their great wisdom they decided to wipe the entire series of doctor who before anybody thought hey we might make money on that in the future
1: we might might want that people might want to know about this (laughs)
0: and, and, and unfortunately her stories got the biggest, uh, I mean, I was just going through uh, the uh, the book, all of them have been novelized. I mean, my my first experience with Jackie Lane was this story, The War Machines. Uh, back when I was a kid, only episode two survived so far, they did not have the rest of them yet. And that was her final performance, was episode two of The War Machines. She got basically, um, they didn't tell her a contract hadn't been renewed until. After the filming of that episode, and oh, yeah. so they they did a quick rewrite in episode three, so that William Hartnell could say, you know, there was a note left for you, and she goes, oh, how ungrateful, how terrible that was, you know. She just left without saying a word. But and I and I remember, you know, in another interview with, with William Hartnell, he said he was just saddened that, of course, she that she didn't get renewed, and uh, there was also uh, she Jackie Lane herself, even in very rare interviews, said that she was unhappy with her character. Oh, and and okay. so and she gave I think she gave one definitive interview and then after that she's like I have nothing more to say about it I don't want is, to say
1: anymore which yeah is, you
0: know she said that was in the past and uh I mean she had a great career as an as an actress and as an agent she an
1: agent didn't she yeah, yeah. A, a
0: voice a voice actor agent she represented Tom Baker and uh Janet fielding so oh, and, I th- and i think and I think colin Baker too for for a brief time so I mean she definitely um maintained that um i know uh, I also speak to Peter Purvis um and he maintained a relationship with her just you know casual they 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 talked with each other when they could, but he wasn't yeah. that close to her. Um, but, uh, I'll, I'll talk about him more later. Uh, but as far as, uh, you know, unfortunately the savages does not exist. Um, but maybe, maybe, uh, we should get you some of these books to read so you could. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I've made friends with a lo- lovely guy called Corey, who I met at, uh, Chicago TARDIS. And oh yeah. Yeah. Book at, at the Chicago TARDIS. So I had a read of that and I've got another one somewhere. Hold on somewhere. Oh, sure.
0: It. Sure. <laughs> exists that's part four but it's got a lot of dodo in it Um, the ark uh exists in its entirety and that's an interesting story as well and uh she actually is the cause of the trouble in this story
1: that does not surprise
0: so me. She, <laughs> she uh, You know, it's not really a spoiler. A lot of people have seen the arc, but what she does is she inadvertently, they land on this spaceship and she sneezes and gives the entire population the common cold, which kills off a bunch of the population. Oh,
1: my goodness. And
0: it's, it's really something. And yeah. of course, uh, it all starts uh, with the massacre. And... I'm not sure if you're aware of what happened there is this was uh, during St. Bartholomew's Eve back in the 1500s. And one of the uh, characters was named Chaplet. And Um. after the story was over, they briefly land in 1966 um, London and meet Dorothea Chaplet, who they assumed was a descendant of that, Character And of course, she just wanders into the TARDIS thinking it's a police box. And yeah. and, and Stephen, even at one point uh, at the end, he gets really disgusted with the doctor and he was just going to leave. He was just going to mm-hmm. exit in 1966 and not come back. But then he does come back and then they take off before realizing that Dorothea is still in the TARDIS. It's so it's it's a really cool um, storyline, and uh, I've I've seen them all, and I've, I've always enjoyed Jackie Lane's performance. as As Do- it's one of those those characters that kind of not quite as uh, in the first Doctor area. Of course, you've got Katarina, who's there for like one story, and then she's killed. And mm-hmm. Sarah Kingdom, who's in like three episodes, and then she's killed. Yeah. Um, and and Vicky is there for just a short period of time, and even Steven Taylor is only there for a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, um, The War Machines, uh, which was, by the way, the first episode on modern day Earth, kind mm-hmm. of a kind of a prelude to what was going to happen with unit stories in the second doctor and the third doctor mm-hmm. and kind of gave the doctor a connection there. But they really wanted to make it more hip. Yeah. So they cast Annika Wilson, Michael Craze to, you know, two younger People yes. to to join the Tardis crew, kind of in that episode, and and then they ushered Dodo out. So it was it was kind of it was sad knowing. I didn't know it at the time when I first saw it, but later after I read what happened, and I was like, wow, that's that's that's, that's yes. acting. Acting is a tough business. I mean, it is
1: a tough you, business.
0: You, you you get the gig, and then all of a sudden, all oh, the show's over. You know, I and know. I exactly. I, I, have, I have two friends of mine who are in acting in, in, In America and they said yeah it's you never know what's going to happen you know you get a television job it's great and then it gets canceled and then you show up and oh nope sorry uh, set's gone we're doing something else
1: or oh, you and, know you have a great role and then they just kill your character off and you're like oh I was just getting started. <laughs> and,
0: and of course I'm, I I pre- I prefer the British uh, television. We we have BritBox here, so it's a wonderful oh, thing. Oh great! Um, so I'm I'm always when I watch a program I'm always like oh hey I've seen that person in that and that and so uh, we yeah. I came to the conclusion there are only thirty actors in England
1: because you know they're in, they're yeah. in everything. <laughs> There are a select few and the casting directors and directors tend to use the same people over and over again. So hopefully that will change soon because I think it's so great that, you know, you've got such an array of wonderful actors. The training in the UK is so fantastic. Oh, yes, yes. so many brilliant actors out there. We need to get some new faces on the screens. I think
0: I, I agree. You know, and I'm I'm hoping to see uh, more of your wonderful uh, face on the screen as well. I know <laughs> oh, I know you've I know you've done I know you've done some television and uh, movie work. So we'll talk about that uh, in a bit. But uh, um, have you watched any of the uh, first Doctor stories with Jackie Lane as of yet?
1: yeah yeah so I okay. went and watched some I, that was part of my my little research task yes. i went into the studio um and yeah I was picking out bits and there's lots of wonderful stuff on the internet on YouTube there's clips that people have put together um so yeah I think you know we've been talking a lot about this this weekend in that it's always really challenging when you come on board to play a character that someone else has already established they've already set their mark on it made a stamp and and the character is recognized as this actor playing them i mean fortunately i mean i don't my hair isn't as short as jackie's but you know i'm petite and i've got dark (laughs) hair so i mean visually that kind of what i mean just a bit more kind of well i mean a bit more out there with my what i I wear to her but i quite like that dodo was quite um you know, fun and fashionable and she loves loves a mini skirt and she was very, you know, cheeky and sassy and, um, you know, all, all these wonderful things about her character. So there, there was lots to, to go with and lots to work with from what Jackie had already done with Dodo and had already established with her character. Um, and the writing has been so great. I mean, so far I've only recorded three episodes for Big Finish as Dodo. I mean, two of which are coming out. You can pre-order them now via Big Finish. So they're yes. out in April. Um, but yeah the writing on that Elizabeth it it was just fantastic it was so 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 good Um, but going back and watching previous episodes and the work that Jackie had already done it gave me something to work off of so I had a starting point and I wanted to take a bit of her essence and her energy and bring that with me to continue the legacy of of what she started but then kind of you know put my own Lauren Cornelius twist on it
0: Oh, absolutely, because it should be it should be your character. Um and and even though, you know, and there's a and then there's a lot of people and, and and hopefully it won't go to that controversy that, you know, when wait a minute, you're recasting, you know, because I know Big Finish has talked about recasting Roger Delgado's master, mm-hmm. but they keep saying we're not sure that's going, it hasn't happened yet, but yeah. it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but people are like, well, hold on a second. That's something you can't go, you know, yeah. people, are, people are saying don't, don't go there. Um, you know, Sadie Miller had the wonderful uh, opportunity to portray her mother,
1: which, which
0: I, I was, and she was brilliant at it. I've listened to all of her stuff and, and we had her on the podcast a few episodes back and uh, it was, uh, we, we even gave her the Sarah Jane quiz. So Uh-oh. it was. We unfortunately there aren't. I looked around to see if there were any quiz questions about Dodo Chaplet. There aren't any, so it well, was kind of. What,
1: as we as we make new stories, maybe we can get we can get a new one. <laughs> I, ho-
0: I hope so, and uh, and hopefully that will go there. Uh, of course, I also want to mention too that there was another actress uh, that didn't portray Dodo but portrayed Jackie Lane in the movie "An Adventure in Time and Space," and that would be uh, Sophie Holt. I don't know if you knew that. It was a very minor, minor part. They did the photo shoot in front of BBC studios, and they had someone Bye. playing Peter Purvis, somebody playing um, Jackie Lane. And I think she says one thing, or or actually, there's a there's a, a photographer saying, "Miss Lane, if you could turn this way, uh, yeah. Mr. Purvis, Mr. Uh, Miss Lane." And that's and that's about it's, it's about a three or four second uh thing because every uh time they advance i don't know if you've ever seen that movie it's a wonderful movie no Um, i'm
1: gonna add it to my list
0: yeah it's it's about how doctor who started and it stars uh david bradley who plays uh william hartnell and uh Actually, the uh, and some some big stars are in there. Mark Gaddis uh, wrote the story, and oh, um, it really just talks. that talks about how how the story got got from the idea stage to the stage, and then every year they did a big photo shoot. So the first one was with Ian, Susan, and Barbara, and then later with Vicky mm-hmm. and and the next group, and then the last photo with uh, Annika. Michael Craze, Jackie Lane, Stephen Taylor, and and moving yeah. into that next, and how Patrick Troughton got the role at the very end of the movie. So it's a it's a okay. great. It's on. I know it's on Brickbox. So <laughs> well, I'm sure I'll be
1: able to find it when I go back home for sure. <laughs>
0: and uh, and I know you've played other characters uh, for Big Finish. Uh, any uh, interesting stories about your experience working at Big Finish? Any any oh, encounters or anything that you you would like to share?
1: Yeah, well, for me, one of the most amazing characters, aside from Dodo, I'm still, you know, on this incredible journey with her. So this feels like it's just the beginning. So that's all really exciting. That is my current, current work. But previously, I have to say, one of my favourite episodes that I did was one by Roy Gill called The Creeping Death. And that was with David Tennant and Catherine Tate. And I have Mm. to say... David Tennant is my favorite doctor. He was my favorite. So I was a huge, huge fan of his work and what he was doing. So when I got that gig and I was playing Ivy Clark in it, um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the story, I mean, I'm from London myself, so I'm a bit of a history geek. I love learning about those. (laughs) the, Old city. <laughs> yeah exactly and i mean what a rich history london's had over the years and mm-hmm. um, so i've always been a bit obsessed with the history and so this was set in the 50s with the fog when you know it was so dark for that mm-hmm. for every single day it was just thick with smog and i just thought the story in itself was so clever and yeah just you know I'd, if you haven't haven't listened to it i definitely recommend just for writing oh, yeah, for that it's it's on my
0: list. If you haven't downloaded the big finish app, of course, when you buy something on big finish, it automatically gets added to the, to the playlist on your app. So it's definitely up in my, uh,
1: Ah, okay. I'm, I'm still,
0: I'm still catching up on all of Sadie's stuff. So I want yeah. to make sure I yeah. get Laura, your stuff in there. And um, oh. I've got, yeah, I've been buying from big finish since they opened their doors. keep So oh, no, <laughs> that's cheap,
1: Keeping them in business. We love it. We love to see oh, it. I told
0: but... Jay, I told Jason, I still somewhere have my cassette copy of the sirens of time from 1999. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, Cause that's okay. when they started.
1: Yeah. Uh, just oh, a that's wonderful incredible. thing. But, um, oh I know. Yeah, no, that one that one was my absolute favorite, just because he was such a um such an icon and an inspirational figure for me. And that was one of my first job like you know first sort of big girl jobs out of drama school and I'm here I am acting opposite David Tennant and Catherine Tate who were yeah I just grew up watching them on tv um yeah Catherine Tate is is just a comedian a comedy yes. icon over in the UK um so yeah for me that was just a wow moment and getting to work opposite them and and just getting to build the rapport with them I just feel like I learned a lot as well but just about just about everything. I feel like I really, just working with them made me up my game as an actor. And and I just, you just learn on the, I, I always think you can read books, you can study, you can train, whatever, all of that's great. But you really start finding your feet when you're actually doing something, whether that's acting, writing, directing, kind of, you know, or, or just even a normal job, a regular job, like an office job. Sometimes right. you just have to throw yourself in and do it and trust yourself. And then you learn from everything around you. So yeah, it was just in a really incredible learning experience. Um, And I think the work that we came out with in the end, the end product was, was something that I'm super proud of and just really, really enjoyed. And I got a bit of a history lesson as well from Roy's writing. So that's one of the great things about doing a uh, big finish script. You get the scripts and they're like, this big, they're yes. so thick. They're like full on <laughs> Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings style novels, um, and you're just like, how are we gonna record this in two days? You know, you think you've got two, three days to do this whole thing. Sometimes even just one day, if you've got actors who are doing other projects, it's like, right, we got to get all of this in one day. Let's do it. Let's rock and roll. Um, yeah, and so you go through it, and and you get you know to have fun with your yeah, other actors and and do do all of go on the adventures. But also you you learn something. Every time I've done a script, I've come away thinking, wow, did that happen? We didn't learn about that in school. Why didn't we learn about that in school? That's so interesting.
0: That's, uh, that's something that was indicative of the first doctor's, uh, run was a lot of historical stories, mm-hmm. you know, like, like the French revolution or the massacre at St. Bartholomew's Eve or, yeah. um, or things that, uh, you know, he, he would be a part of and, or the reign of terror, uh, the, uh, the King Richard, Richard the Lionheart, uh, yes. he, met, he met him and, and that was kind of, or even the second doctor in going back to the battle of Culligan in, in 1777 with Scotland meeting Jamie McCrimmon for the first time um, and doing some of those historical stories and they moved away from that for for quite a few years and then they started doing a few in the Tom Baker era. but a lot of those things um of course the first doctor second doctor stories were not uh shown in the United States at all uh mm-hmm. we I started with uh, the third doctor back in 1975 uh when he was uh on the on tv and there was a f- couple of historical uh stories, but not a lot. But that's that's a wonder. I think you just gave a, a wonderful, uh, inspirational talk to any listeners out there who are wanting to be an, an actor. yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> which by the way not an easy job to do by the way I know so many actors yeah. that say no this is hard work and sometimes it's um like um well Sadie Miller talked about uh, graduating from drama school and mm-hmm. working in a call working in a call center <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know oh,
1: yeah. because I mean that's the unglamorous side of being an actor you don't sometimes I mean we don't get to act every single day I'd love to right but right. you know even movie stars they have like times when you've got downtime when you're waiting for your next project to come in when you've got you know other things to do you might have another business that you run or something like that there's yeah there's being an actor is one aspect. it's a lifestyle but it's one aspect of your life and then when you get the gig Oh my goodness. It's just, you know, it, it's, you're just living your dream and you're, and you're doing that. But in the meanwhile, you know, we've got to pay bills as well. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, we're, we're it's human.
0: <laughs> the, the grown up part of life, everyone, and some of my younger listeners. So we just wait till you get your first house and you got to pay a mortgage oh, or you got to exactly. pay a water bill or, or fix a, a leaky roof. Uh, that's, you know, that's, those are the things that, you know, and, and when you're an actor and you don't know when that check's coming in, so yeah. you, have, you have to plan and be prepared. And uh, yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's an interesting lifestyle for sure. I wouldn't have it any other way though, but it's just made me realize that I do lots of other fun things on the side. Like, you sure. know, I DJ, I'm a fitness yeah. I love 80s aerobics, so I do that. So I was wow. actually saying, I need to say to Jason, next Gallifrey or next tar- Chicago TARDIS or one of these, I want to lead an 80s aerobics class, aerobics with dodo. Yeah. I
0: would I, I would go to that yes. <laughs> that would be That's awesome really fun. Um, <laughs> well, well, speaking of speaking of conventions I, I mean uh, this, has, this has to be your first experience when you go to when you went to Chicago and to Galley. so mm-hmm. what has been your your experience at these conventions I mean where you know How did, how did you, you know, of course being in, uh, they say baptism by fire is when the doctor who actor comes to their first convention and experiences fans. Uh, So tell me about that reaction you had.
1: Oh my goodness. Well, because I'm so new as well, it's been really lovely because people, I'm just getting to meet people. I'm getting to Mm -hmm. know people. I'm getting to build relationships with wonderful people like yourself, and then coming on and getting to do these lovely interviews and to talk more and, and just sort of share myself as as Lauren who I'm you know bringing to like, like I'm I'm coming into your community um and I just feel very honored and privileged to be here and to be working with you and you know I I want to see it as like a team effort as well so dodo someone that you know didn't really have much of she she wasn't around for very long so right, i feel like there's right. a there's scope for us to develop her and i'd love for people to see like what they want to experience with her what they want to know about her how they want to get to know her all of that kind of stuff so it's it's been really nice getting to talk to people who have read things that she's been in or watched some of her previous episodes and who are so excited that she's back in a new kind of new new way. Um, so yeah, and, and just, it just blows my mind. As I said, it's just such a lovely creative hub. Everyone's so warm, so welcoming, so friendly, just very expressive. I feel like one of the most amazing things about this is the, these conventions, that you i I've been lucky enough to come to now, this is my second, but this one's even bigger than the Chicago oh, one. Oh yeah,
0: but, Kelly's a big you know, one. Yeah, (laughs) it's
1: like the world's biggest, isn't it? Um, But yeah, it's just a celebration of all things sci-fi, all things Doctor Who, all things unique to you as a person. It's just it's such a safe space. It's such a welcoming space. And I think that's so important, you know, in this life for younger generations, but for everyone, you know, everyone to celebrate who you are as an individual, what you like in life and to find people to share that with, and then to be part of this community, which is just so solid, so strong. Um, and it's, it's just beautiful, sharing stories with people, hearing people's experiences as well, of how they listen to, you know, because I do mostly the audio audio drama. Right, right. Um, hearing how people listen to to our stories, whether they're on their way to work, whether they're driving back from work, whether they're, you know, I, I had some really, really heartwarming stories about people who were caring for people who were sick and unfortunately in hospital. Right. And a gentleman was telling me how, It was so difficult and and, and a horrible thing that he was dealing with in his personal life. But what kept him going was the fact that he knew on the way to the hospital, he could listen to an episode and kind of lose himself in that. And then afterwards, he had the second half of the episode to listen to on his way home. And that is stuff that we as actors, when we're making these, um, when we're going on these adventures and creating the art and creating the stories and creating the drama, you don't really think too much about that because we're focused on making the most you know the the best work so when you hear experiences of that it just makes it it just makes you feel so proud to have been a part of something so wonderful and if it can help someone and you know it's, it's a lovely form of escapism for people I feel like we're bombarded with visuals and the news and negativity and you know all all of that so so often it's a bit overwhelming so sometimes it's nice to just switch off Put on a big finish audio drama. Allow yourself to go into a land far, far away for you know however long you want to listen to it, and you're free. You're safe, and and you can enjoy that. So that's that's what I've taken away from this and being part of the community.
0: Oh, well, that's wonderful because you know Big Finish itself, you know, with with the audio uh, realm anything is possible. There's no, you know, cause with the visual, there's always a budget, you know, we can't, uh, exactly. we, we, we can't have that laser cannon to be that big, but in big finish, you can imagine it to be whatever it is that, um they're they're describing or the other uh, and the fact that the the sound effects and the music is so well done and
1: mm-hmm. I've
0: I've I've and I know I've, I've had this opportunity to say this with uh, Mr. Nicholas Briggs and Jason who I've seen over oh, the years just did. to say that you know you guys basically saved Doctor Who um because the way I, I don't know if you know the timeline here of course in 89 they canceled the original series mm-hmm. and then there was nothing until Uh, Dimensions in Time, uh, which came out uh, just shortly after that. And then the Doctor Who movie with Paul McGann in 96, Mm -hmm. which didn't do very well. And then 99, Big Finish opens its doors, gets the license because... You know, I guess getting a Doctor Who license in the 90s was really easy. (laughs) And so they got it. And of course, their license has now been renewed for a little bit longer, which is even nicer. But they were able to come when those came out. That's what we had. And then, of course, in 2005, when Christopher Eccleston came back and the show was back and it's been Mm -hmm. back since then, um, that kind of kept us going, especially those of us in, in my generation who started in the 70s. And yeah. even some older than me that started in the 60s I mean um that's that's just uh you know it's one of those you know I've been watching the show for over 50 years yeah. so it's it's a really quite a you know and I and big finish is part of it the books are part of it the and I and I started this podcast uh, because I became a Doctor who collector that oh, was my yeah uh, so I mean you can see that the, the the Dalek poster behind me that's from the Cushing the movie yeah. um the, there, there's books lining the room uh, it's it's this is my this is my world this is what i started yeah. doing when i was a child um let's let's talk about some of the uh, big finish adventures so your first one is dodo chaplet it was doctor who the secrets of death sen and you got yeah. to work with peter purvis the original steven taylor how was that
1: yeah, incredible. I mean, unfortunately, we didn't meet in person because right. we recorded that went peak pandemic when, right. you know. So you, you guys were lockdown. virtual. Yeah. Yeah. Lockdown one or two or something where no one could leave the house. If you left the house and went more than 50 meters away or something, you were fined or questioned by the police. So right. um, yes. it was, yeah. I was. <laughs> I was crazy times. I can't believe that. I mean, that feels like a doctor who adventure in itself, you know, just something that I'm sure in years to come, people will, It'll come, happen.
0: Back. Yeah. <laughs> people will
1: come back to the coronavirus times. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was recording in that. So I'm, I moved back in with my parents cause I, thought so I wouldn't be lonely over, over lockdown. Right. Um, and I was recording, I set up a studio in my coat cupboard. So yes. I was, yeah, I was sat on an upturned bucket with load of some pillows, so um, my butt didn't go too too sore. <laughs> because I was there for eight hours. Um, and uh, I, I I recorded it. So I just had my cans on. And um, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a remote recording. Um, so luckily, what was really not... I mean, you can never beat being in the studio with people because you get to meet people and interact with them. And like I said, with David Tennant, that was where you, you find and you, you get that rapport because you can work off them visually. But, you know, the challenge that we had during the virus was uh, just working remotely. So I was in my cupboard, had my headset on, was on. On this laptop plugged in we were using a, a device called clean feed yes, so that's yes. where we can all come in and, and talk to each other and and there's an engineer on the line and everything's all being recorded so um yeah, we, d- we did all of that remotely. Um, but yeah, it was really f- good fun though, because in my cupboard, it was so dark in there. I, I had like a port, you know, just a battery powered light bulb that I sort of stuck near so that I could keep my script. Um, and I, you know, when when you're running away, we were in the hills of the Himalayas, we were chanting. Honestly, I think my neighbors knocked on the door a couple of times and asked if I was okay. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm just running away from a Yeti. Don't mind me. <laughs> so that was that's always <laughs> fun about recording from home if you live oh, wow. I mean, in a in a quite a built-up area like I do in London and I'm in the cupboard screaming help you know <laughs> and running away and yeah it's kind of is everything okay in there yeah no fine I'm in the Himalayas don't worry
0: <laughs> I think you would have gone points if a policeman showed up and said what's all this then <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness.
1: They probably would have just been like, Do you know what? It's the virus, it's weird times. People gotta do what they gotta do to entertain exactly. themselves. Exactly. So yeah, but um no, that that was really cool. And yeah, that was my first episode as dodo. So right. it was really yeah, it, it was a shame that it wasn't in the studio, but also it was kind of I'd had lots of conversations with um with the writer and Lisa um who was directing on that one.
0: Yeah, um Le- Lisa Lisa Bowerman?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's a,
0: she's a dream too. Absolutely.
1: Fantastic actress, director again, Jack of all trades, you know,
0: it was her birthday just the other day, actually. So I think I saw her on Facebook. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I must go and properly wish her, wish her a happy
0: birthday. The latest one that was just announced is called the outlaws, the first doctor adventure with Steven Noonan as the first doctor. So that's going to be a story that's going to be between the savages and the war machines. So if you're if you're wanting to get some background on that, mm-hmm. read The Savages because you can't watch it. Listen to uh, The Outlaws and then watch The War Machines and you'll get that in, in there. So I'm sure that will be wonderful. We don't want to do any spoilers on that because it's not out yet. Not um, out yet,
1: but there's a clip available on Twitter, Big Finish released a clip. And the design team did an amazing job of putting the old imagery from... Um, from the tv show with the audio that myself and steven have recorded so if you yeah it's on big Finish's twitter feed it was announced last week so you might have to go back to friday i can't remember what the date was last friday but some, yeah, no problem yeah, <laughs> yeah and
0: it's it's available for pre-order on bigfinish.com yes. right now uh just one other thing i wanted to mention you played uh, maxine mitchell in the adventures of lucy miller and i'm a i'm a huge fan of Sheridan Smith myself uh, she's I'm, I'm currently watching her on Jonathan Creek which is a great show you should see that That's it's
1: a really awesome show but yeah that was another one of I she I grew up watching her on TV so when I got to go into the studio and work with her it was just amazing she brought her puppy in one Well, I mean I think oh. he's a really huge great, yeah. great Dane he's a huge dog but at the time she brought up she brought her puppy in so I got to meet her puppy
0: Oh, and, and and finally, of course, just looking at your other other projects, of course, you have ten acting credits, a director credit, a writer pre- credit, <laughs> a producer credit, all on the same show. Uh, tell tell us briefly about that 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 show. That that's what she said.
1: That's what she said. Oh, that was one that me and my good friend Adele James came up with, and when we were younger. So I well, I say when we were younger. It must have been what a few. Four, four or five years ago Four five now. years, not yeah. Too, not too long ago. But yeah, that was something we just wrote. Um, it was basically, we were inspired by a TV show back in the day that we had called Skins. I don't know if that was a... Yes, yes. Yeah, seen, you I've might be it. able to watch it on BritBox still. Yes. Um, so it was inspired, but we wanted to do a sort of like more modern, modern skin sort of vibe. Um, Yeah, so I think there's one episode there's, it was, that's still in development, but we were writing, producing, acting on that. That was our first sort of project creative together and again i'm sure you'll come across actors where acting is just one part of our oh, life and then and then we like lo- we like to sort of di- do other things you know directing produce i love producing producing is like one of my favorite things to do i'm quite or- organ i mean i'm chaos but also organized at the same time <laughs> i don't know that's maybe that's just being a creative but yeah there's an episode of that available on youtube and then i'm in a show called the power which is coming yes. out on amazon prime i have got a small role in that um which is cool and then more um uh, for me, this is super exciting. There's a film coming out called Murder Ballads. Yes. How to make it in rock and roll. Um, and I That's play...
0: Uh, currently in production, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Think-
1: we're nearly there with, with um that so that should be available um i'm not sure where it's going to be available but keep your eyes peeled i'll and follow me on instagram twitter I'll, I'll post updates on that um so yeah if you like rock and roll i'm a bit of a rock and roll queen junkie i love rock music Grew up me on too. It,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. so it's about a rock band who will do anything to get to number one um and i play a Fun groupie in it called Annie. So uh, yeah, yeah there's more f- to more we'll, to her than, than what you think. We'll um, look forward but, to yeah. that.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you, thank you, thank so you for much. thank you for being with us today, Lauren. Uh, my listeners, of course, you can find Lauren on Instagram. She's at uh, Lauren Cornelius. So that would be easy to find. Uh, my guest was Lauren Cornelius. She plays Dodo Chaplet. So thank you for being here today, Lauren, and everybody else. Stay tuned now for the most outrageous offer coming up after this. <sighs> You are invited on an adventure across all of time and space, in a completely random order. It's the Police Box in the Junkyard podcast. Jump in the TARDIS with your hosts, Eric Golbranson. Asad Khashki, and Matthew Kressel. Explore Doctor Who TV stories, audio adventures, and books, both novels and non-fiction. The Police Box in the Junkyard podcast. It's the entire who On Shuffle. The Police Box in the Junkyard podcast
1: is a member of the Direction Point Network and is available about once a month wherever you find your
0: podcasts. You are listening to the Doctor Who Collectors podcast. Keep collecting. All my travelings throughout the universe, I have battled against evil, against power-mad conspirators. I should have stayed here. The oldest civilization, decadent, degenerate, and rotten to the core, power spirits conspirators, Daleks, from tyrants, Cybermen. They're still in the nursery compared to us. Ten million years of absolute power. That's what it takes to be really corrupt. And now it's time for the most outrageous offer. Today we have an outrageous offer that may or may not be outrageous, depending on how uh, rare this item actually may be. But it was sent to us uh, with the condition that we do not name the person who sent it. So we are talking about an eBay um, product here, an eBay item that is up for Buy It Now at a price of $9,999.99, or by the way, $432 for 24 months with PayPal credit, free shipping in the United States. Um, We are talking about the Funko Pop Doctor Who 13th Doctor, number 619-619. L limited edition thirteen hundred I think um, it seems a bit high for that I've I've seen um, I've seen it uh, on other sites for eight hundred dollars I've seen some of it down to eighty dollars it depends on where you go um, this uh, obviously these are very sought after this is the this is the doctor in the co- in the coat uh, with the item so not to be confused uh, with the one with just the suspenders and the and the rainbow shirt—that's a different one entirely. So um, this one has the coat on her and uh, all that. So that's uh, that may be something. It's thirteen hundred limited, first to market. It's listed as San Diego Comic Con 2018 debut. So this may, in fact, be an item that demands a high price, but it doesn't demand a ten thousand dollar price tag. I'll leave that up to my listeners. Um, I don't feel it's it's a good deal at all to to spend ten grand on one item that you might not, you know, if you're looking at an investment, you probably won't get your money back. If you're a diehard collector and you've got to have it and you've got the resources, knock yourself out. But uh, if that's, you know, the kind of thing that is going to drive the prices up, maybe they need to rethink how they market these limited edition items because we've heard limited edition before, especially in Doctor Who. Uh, there were items that were said these were limited editions and then turned out more of them were available. Um, you know, we found out that, uh, in TARDIS 21, I believe it was, John Perkwe was supposed to sign 3,000 posters and he ended up signing like 8,000 posters. So there are more out there than there originally were thought. So it's, it's important to keep that in mind. So, of course, this could be a legitimate, um, offer, but, uh, we are going to watch this carefully and, uh, make sure that, uh, see what happens you know we'll follow up on this if it does sell or if it does not sell you'll hear back from us so that takes it for the doctor who collectors podcast i want to especially thank my guest today lauren cornelius who plays dodo chaplet on big finish she's done a lot of other roles as well so um you can find her on instagram and be sure to follow her there. And of course, go to bigfinish.com to buy all of her adventures. You can get them on CD or for download. And of course, if you buy the CD, the download comes with it. If you have the Big Finish app, Big Finish, we love stories. So thank you so much for joining us. Our next episode will be our 50th episode. We are very excited about that. And We've got planned for that. Katie Haynes is going to join us again to do a wrap-up on Gallifrey One in Los Angeles, and I can't wait to hear the stories about that. Anyway, keep collecting. Doctor Who Podcast Network.